one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. This is Paul Hawksby. <laughs> Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon. show. holding the microphone well, it's like because, a singer. Well, it's like this, Andy. Uh, the, I'm now hand-holding the microphone because the thing it lives in is broken. Yeah, well, so, it's not part of the course. Well, I'm a nightclub singer. You do. So, um, <laughs> yes, anyway, what's going on today? We spoke about Panna, didn't we? Yes. Panna is a kind of a cage football styly, uh, and we spoke to one of the leading exponents in the world. I could see it taking off. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty big now. He's got big plans as he Jack, has. isn't he? As yeah. you'll, you'll hear from Jack Downer, who's one of the top players in the world. It was fascinating stuff. Um, also, we got hold of Jose Mourinho's barber. You would have noticed mm-hmm. that Jose has had a bit of a crop, and we wondered what the circumstances were. So we tracked down the man that did it. And he was good because Saf. he told us about some of his other clients. He did. He talked well. about some of his other clients. He told us, well, he, look, why blow it? Let's, yeah. let's, uh, we had a chat as well, but let's hear what Saf had to say. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good <clears throat> afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And Natalie Sawyer's just done me a massive favour there. because I was about really? To, well, I was about to have a big rant about why the Brentford-Leeds game wasn't going to be on TV tonight. Because oh. I can't, because I'm going away, I couldn't make it. But it's on the red button, for those wondering uh, whether you... Because the main yeah. game is Swansea against QPR, which you think... Not well, much riding on it. Not a bit of a Swansea possible chance of the playoffs, outside chance, but... QPR aren't going to go down. It's pretty sort of nothing much in that game. But whereas Brentford leads a huge. So like a, so it'll be on the red button, <clears> Andy. <throat> yeah. And you can you just get the big <clears throat> wide shot. You just get them almost yeah. like you're sitting in the main I stand. I don't care about that. I think is it, I is it, is it or not? Is it a kind of single camera job? Or Natalie said there's no replay, so I don't. Oh, know. Okay. I'm not experienced yet, so we'll. Oh, see. that way. Okay. Well, at least you get to watch Excuse the game because it will be. <clears throat> Thank oh, you. Right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It has attracted my attention. It will be. Um, <laughs> it will be a cracker. That, and we're going to have a talk a bit of Forest as well. Uh, Mark Crossley mm. joins us later on because Lamucci has done a hell of a job, hasn't he? I don't think that was the mm. expectation. They had so many managers for us. I suppose, you know, you felt, was this one going to stick? But what a job he's done. He's got a good squad, good balanced squad. They look they look mm. the part and they could go top two tonight. Yeah, they? they, they were so tight. It's going to switch a lot between mm. now and the end of the season. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, radio signals have been discovered half a billion light years away from another galaxy. They can yeah. hear the radio coming through. I've, I've heard actually... Martin. It's very good, actually. Yeah. It's like their own breakfast show. It's really? Is it, yeah. Tremendous. Kind of a, a, with a Scottish accent. Yeah, is it? What exactly. about that? Scottish android. Who would have known? <laughs> and um, there's a new BBC series on Greta 
Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. I've told you, I can't tell you any more times. I've got the definitive. I know you have. Thunberg. Be a uh, bit scouse about it. Teen activist Greta Thunberg yeah. has been hired by the BBC for a new series on climate change, which is fine. I, I'm quite yeah. in favour of that. The 17 year old uh, Swede will be followed across the world as she meets scientists and political leaders. You think, well, how much carbon footprint is that going to lead? Yeah. They a camera crews around the world flying around the world. She can't sail there, can she, all the way? Well, she'll sail around the world, but the camera crews. They're green, saying, why did we say yes to this gig? <laughs> much much would have preferred to have Maybe they will. I mean, knows? sadly, from uh, Greta Thunberg's point of view, yeah. she won't be able to appear as a contestant on Take Me Out. Because, no, that's very unfortunate. Uh, we're done, aren't we? I, I saw yeah. Paddy had just taken the social mood, media or moodier mm. to, uh, to talk about it. And um, <laughs> we did say to Paddy that, that really the last ever edition of Take Me Out, if, had he known he was yeah. doing it, could have included, basically, it would have been the kind of year zero version of Let the Dog See the Rabbit type oh, yeah, thing yeah. that he always does, Let the So-and-So <laughs> yeah, See yeah. the So-and-So. That would did. be good, There was it? only one place left to go, and it would have finished his TV career Probably. by doing it, of course, Let the Pit. Yeah, we get the idea of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just fake <laughs> back. But I never got a chance. You what a fine 11, 11 years he got out. I think it was, it was like amazing. It. Yeah. Yeah, very the usual headline, uh, Mino like it, and then explained uh, yeah. Paddy with his catch. Yes, we know what his catch is. If you don't, it's no point. Yeah. Anyway, he's got plenty of other work. He's doing okay. Well, I'm very, he's got very, top very, very stuff. pleased for yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I was about to say something there, and mm. it, it's uh, defeated me. Right. You, were you do need about that holiday, that. don't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Never mind. Uh, I feel sorry for the Duke of Kent. He's really had to take up the slack. Not a since, phrase. No, I do. I feel sorry for him because previously, I mean, we should joke about it. All he ever did was Wimbledon. That was it. Or tennis-related things, if possible. Basically two weeks' work a year. But now, honestly, he's had to go to the West Midlands. It's right out of his comfort zone. That's miles from Kent. Well, yeah. He, he had to sit and watch an 800, 800th organ recital by a Birmingham City organist. An 800th organ recital? What does his, that mean? His Royal Highness this afternoon attended the 800th organ recital by Birmingham City organist. I don't know. Trevor Francis. <laughs> no, that's no. Mr. Thomas played, Trotter. Played on many occasions. <laughs> 800, to be precise, I would imagine. Exactly. Wouldn't you go after about 798, you'd say, come on, Tom, give it a rest. Do you know any other tunes? I'm absolutely... Do beside the seaside? No, I don't think so. I don't, the Duke and, again didn't know what he was in for till old Thomas came out the floor, did he? I bet he... Exactly. Yeah. I bet he's really cursing as well because then he had to visit a jewellery design and production centre. Sounds like you a think, fun day out. Think, there's no tennis involved there. Thinking, why did Andrew have to do all that? I'm not <laughs> happy about it, or, really. Uh, I don't know what you're alluding to. Well, I have no idea, but they, he's obviously not doing any royal duties. No, someone's got to take up the slack. He's stepped back. and Paul, was, <laughs> the, Yeah, the, the Duke of Kent is uh, he's <laughs> picking yeah. up the slack. And uh, there's a photo of Colleen Rooney and uh, her family yeah. on holiday today. Nice, yeah. In the Daily Star. And it was the I love the way they do this holiday loving Colleen Rooney. I mean, who doesn't like a holiday really? Yeah. Cozy's uh, holiday hating Colleen Rooney. Yeah. Cozy's up to her eldest son Kai, which well, is his son, her yeah. son, at uh, top ski resort Courchevel, popular with celebrities and royalty. I think other people who like skiing do go there. <laughs> <laughs> the way they make it out, you, you know, know how it works. I know how it works. I know how it well, works. Well, he's busy. Wayne can't go skiing, can he? He's, he's, well, he's, he's trying to get Derby up, isn't he? At yeah, the moment, well, been very, playing very well. Very true. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, uh, we're going to talk Panna. It's, we are. Uh, it's a subject we didn't know a great deal about, but in uh, readiment with the arrival of our next guest, 
believe it or not, we did some research. We've become experts. Yeah, <laughs> and we're still no good at it, obviously. But Jack Downer, thankfully, is the football freestyler and I think the British Panna champion has been on in world uh, championships as well. If you're of a certain age, you'll know Jack's work, certainly, and would have seen him on YouTube and beyond. Good afternoon, Jack. Good to uh, see you. Good him. afternoon. Thank you for having me here. It's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. So, um... It's, well, explain what it is first. I think that's the important. We've just been looking at the... Uh, the, the there seems to be a few all, different versions. Where, where it. it all came from. But it seems Panna is nothing to do with cream, as, as, as we <laughs> kind of thought it might be. Because, yeah. It's uh, uh, slightly more interesting than Panna Cotta. However, yeah. um, best way to describe it, it's a 1v1. It's an intense sport. For me, I look at it like the boxing of football. Mm-hmm. It's a three-minute game. We're going head-to-head. And the whole aim is to nutmeg your opponent. That's an instant knockout. However, in the three minutes, if there's no nutmegs, most goals wins. Okay. So it's very dynamic, so very fast. And that's interesting. So the aim of it is more the nutmeg than the exactly. nutmeg is the checkmate. Is exactly. it whatever happens, even if you're three nil down? You've got it. So yeah. it's um, you get some. For me, Panna is. Um, I mean, it started in Holland about thirty years ago. The way we know it today. Um, you said it came from Suriname and the kind yeah, of Sur- that's, yeah. you know Suriname, this big Dutch population. Many of them have played football, of course. It's been exactly. Over the years, so the words. The word is actually from Suriname, and then the big Dutch community really propelled the sport. They started inventing tricks that no one really knew of, and then um, so now when you look at the sport, when you're watching a competition, you see that these skills that we're doing they're completely different to the skills that you see on the field. They're much more advanced. Um, they're designed really because say I'm against you right now, mm. we're about this far apart across the table. You know that I'm going to try and kick the ball through your legs, and that's the one thing you don't want to happen. So I've got to kind of up it and checkmate it and bring it another level. And uh, you start, you know, pretending to lose the ball in different ways. And it gets really tactical and but it's very advanced. We are seeing, though, Jack, I mean, a lot of that kind of street football, cage football going into the Premier League. There are players, I mean, like Wilf, for example, that, that were kind of that are steeped in that. And you can see that influence on the way they play. No, exactly. I think um, I think it's the close ball control that you get. And some of these players nowadays, their, their ball control is insane. You can also, most players that have gone through Ajax Academy, or have played for Ajax, they will have incredibly good panna skills alongside um, their obviously normal football skills. For mm. example, a surprise one, um, Jan Vertonghen. He's actually, I've seen him do some incredible skills. Really? Which you would never expect. He's a centre-back, mm. but he knows about panna, so he's got the skills. Okay, I don't want him doing any of that <laughs> in the game against Chelsea in a couple of weeks. It seems to be a lot of rolling your foot over the ball and back and forth, trying to you know faint and trying to send your opponent... No, one way or another yeah. and then I suppose their legs become open and then you can sort of exactly. slip it through so I think it's it's kind of about controlling the space the same way in boxing you want to control the range you don't want to be too close you don't be too far away mm. um, it's about like luring them making them move eventually they're going to have to try and defend the goal and mm. that's when you're going to get it or it they're tackling? going to have to take the ball but is, is there tackling? there's a lot of tackling because oh, okay. say I'm 2-0 down and I've got a minute left I'm going to have to take the ball so it's, uh, it's incredibly, <laughs> yeah. what, what I love about Panna and what I've been engrossed in by it, I mean, I've been doing it for seven years now. When I started, there was probably five Panna players in England. My aim right now is to really push it, grow it. I want all the kids to enjoy it the way that I have and I do. Trained for the last seven years pretty much every day. And um, now what we're trying to do, we're trying to push it so that we can get the first official UK champs, get it really up and going. Because I think, as you've mentioned, like the pro players, they they're benefiting from yeah. knowing about it. Mm. I want everyone. I want you know the Jaden Sancho's, the Reese Nelsons, the next generation. I think of top class players will also be able. To so if them. if they're doing it at the IX Academy and then it's producing lots of good players, then mm. then why aren't maybe we doing it at our academies? Why isn't there a kind of panna cage? I mean, does it? Let's mm. start with that. I see it's two very small goals. Yes. But do, do you either you need a cage? You need something to sort of play in so it's it's perpetual I don't know, motion. Because there's a video here of a panic versus pr- professional footballers, 
And that's played just on an open bit with two small goals. Yeah, see, I mean, of, of course, um, I think you can just do it with the two goals. You can yeah. dictate your space yourself. You don't necessarily need a whole cage. For me, this sport, you don't even need goals for. I think it's all about the way I started. I had a ball and I had a mate and that was it. I trained. Mm. So I think we can do it at any level. Um, but when we're competing, I think it's very good to have the uh, the cage. It's a good it's a good barrier. Yeah. It kind of makes you because that also why I think it's so dynamic to watch is because not only are you seeing these skills, and lots of people they would like to comment, you know, oh why is he dancing with the ball? You know, if I was against him, I'd take him out. However, the difference is when you're in a cage, it becomes incredibly physical, mm. and it's not only about you don't just want to do the skills to look pretty. You want to do them for effect, and you want to do them in this close environment, in the battle situation, and that's what I think is extra dynamic. So I think. Um, I think it should be introduced. I think I want to try and... There's two things I want to do. I want to kind of bridge the gap between freestyle and panna. Mm. Freestyle, the ball's normally in the air, it's for sure. Whereas uh, panna, you know, it's a battle, it's 1v1. And well, it's a proper game. Exactly. Yes, it's, it's really and competitive. And it, it, feeds in, it feeds into the game as we know exactly. it in a, in a and different that's, way. I want, to, I want to show that there can be uses for it. Many people they say to me, Jack, if you're on the football pitch, you know... Would you do all these skills? And it's like, well, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. However, if I needed to, if it was in a tight situation, if I was, you know, maybe in the corner spot, I'd be able to get out and my close ball control. I, I mean, best example, I stopped when I was 15 playing normal football um, from injury, started Panna. I had a couple games since. I remember when I joined the Adidas YouTube team a couple years back. And whenever I played, I was completely comfortable on the ball. And before I used to be nervous, I used to think, mm. you know, about my touch. I was playing him right back. I'd have to defend the wingers running at me and I'd just, I'd be calm. So it's, I think it's, it's, it's a great skill to have. Yeah. So do you think we will see a day when at, at, the, at the academies or at the, the pro clubs where there'll be a cage uh, as well? So I think so. Because one-on-one will be part of the very good training. Exactly. Skills, for agree, the close yeah. ball control and yeah. then also for the fun of it. It's so enjoyable. I mean, for me... It looks quite intense though. It looks you're like it you're is. Fit. The cardio is tough. Yeah. But for me, what I really, um, what I really believe in is 90 mm. minutes is an incredibly long time three minutes is very watchable what i want is to show everyone that you know my mum she doesn't she doesn't love football however she loves watching panna even if it's not me so i think there's i think there's some value in that i want to share um the entertainment facts from it and when you look at panna it's i mean the other day i was on a campaign adidas campaign um and it featured Kaka, and he's it's gone viral because Kaka received the yeah. nutmeg. Well, we're going to have a chat with the guy who did it. it. Oh, perfect. Later on. Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. The good. biggest social moment was the nutmeg, right? Yeah. Which shows the power of Pano. It's so mm. entertaining, and I think that in the future, this is something that's got to be picked up on. I want this to be as big as football. I think, like, you know, this sport in America would be huge. They love the bright yeah. side videos, and I think this should be huge in England because I want everyone playing it, enjoying it, and I think everyone will enjoy watching it as well. It is such a young person's thing, though, to say three minutes is great. So much better than 90. Spend the other 87 on Facebook. They <laughs> <laughs> no, spend the other 87 yeah. training. That's yeah, what yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, fun, you've, you've met a lot of the top stars and probably gone sort of one-on-one with quite a few big players. I did see a funny bit of footage of um, of you and uh, Gareth Bale, though, where uh, <laughs> oh, he got no. the upper hand. Talk us through oh, that. Oh, wow. So I, I had the honour of being in the same room with Bale. He was um, inspiration when I was playing 11 aside. And, you know, I was talking to him and I actually did a demo. So he didn't want to play, of course, I understand. Yeah. Uh, he not want to get injured, does he? <laughs> he wanted to play golf. But, he um, do without that. Instead, uh, you know, I knocked some of my teammates and he was like, and then he was, what you don't see is he was hopping around the whole day. You know, he got to take a photo over here. Like, he looked like a mermaid. And then uh, I don't know how he did it. We, I stand up. He's like, oh, should we get a picture? I'm like, yes. You know, Gareth Bale, come on, that's my Facebook picture. And then um, he... You know, I stood, opened my legs to get the picture, arm around him, 
he rolled a ball through. Oh, I so don't know he, where he, it came he, from. He'd hidden the ball somewhere. He'd hidden it. it was, <laughs> and he it did was, you. He, he did me, That's yeah. So, funny. Gareth, I know you're obviously listening to this. I'm going to come in. I'm going to get revenge. Yeah. But some other players <laughs> that I've played, uh, Felipe Anderson, Lescott, um, Fosu Mensa for United, Paul Pogba, he's extremely yeah. good. So it's um, it's nice to see the players uh, not be afraid because, you know, sometimes for image, getting nutmegged, mm. it's like, but they really give it a good go and some of them are incredibly good. Mm. I think De Bruyne, he's one that I'm, you know, I always want to try and face. But one thing is, I never want to, um, I never want the players to feel like you know I'm there to nutmeg them. Really, I'm just there to learn from them. And I think I want. There's always something I want to do, like one to eleven. I'm a one v one player. They're an eleven aside player. I think we can really share these skills and both improve yeah. in a different way. So I think so that's a lot of fun. Where can we find out more about it then? So you want to grow the game? Is there a kind of Pana Association? Or? Oh, see, that's uh, that's something that we're trying to work on. Mm. Uh, an official governing body. Right now, there's a brand called Pana Knockout. They were kind of old school from Amsterdam. They've ran a lot. And then there's Copenhagen Pan House. So they're two main hubs, one in Holland and one in Copenhagen. I want a London committee to come together. I feel like we're going to do it. I feel like this year we can really get the first UK official champs. Uh, we've had London champs. Oh, are there places in England you can play? Uh, Britain, well, brother. see, this is another project. Man, so many projects we're going to work on this year. Um, I want to get permanent panna cages in parks. Mm. I feel like when you walk, mm. around, you walk around Copenhagen and you see... Um, you know, you see benches which are designed to look like panic cages and you can play there. In in Holland, they're everywhere. Yeah. Whereas here, we haven't got them. Um, so I think that's another project that I'd like to see. And I think it's great for everyone to get on board. I mean, you have, you have for example, Adidas come in on it. It'd be good for the community. It'd be good um, to help everyone play. And I mean, the f- content you can film in there, like you get millions of views on a nutmeg. So it's... Uh, yeah, well, it all makes, if it engaging. makes commercial sense, yeah. then people will be listening. <laughs> well, good luck to you, Jack. You've got big plans by the sound of it. Oh, so thank you. Keep in that. touch. Be, for if sure. you're making a breakthrough, t- tell, us, tell us about it. And, ah, uh, we'll we'll see you again. Thanks very awesome. much for coming in. Thank you. Jack Downer. I'd like to see Ron Harris play. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Imagine someone, one of the old, School uh, hard men as, as you know, having a game that basically would be a throat high tackle, wouldn't it? Really, that, that'd be the end of that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. You'll be aware, of course, that uh, Jose um, has decided during the winter break mm. to go and get a bit of a trim. Yeah. Oh, I say a bit more than a trim, really. Quite severe. He has he has gone for it. Um, we don't know what number it was. Mm. But He's I a good-looking man, though. He can sort of carry he, it off. He can carry it off, yeah. The, the, the man in charge of uh, doing that trim was Saf. Um, and uh, I, I believe he's from uh, Hacks Oscar in Chelsea. And Saf joins us now. Saf, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. You've been a man in the news. Uh, Jose's new look has been getting <laughs> a lot of press. Indeed, yes. <laughs> yes. It was a... Um, so d- did you recommend it? Did he say, Saf, what do you think? Or was he very uh, kind of... Did he have his instructions and you just worked to them? Um, well, first thing, it's not his first time. No. He's been, he's been coming here from last year. And uh, obviously, I know him and he knows us. And he wants to have something different for a change. Yeah. And uh, he came in, he asked for a short haircut. Mm. So obviously, I had to give him some time to make sure that's the final decision, yeah. <laughs> and, which I did. So I asked him three, four times. And um, I tried number two on the side first. I said to Mr. Jose Mourinho, that is, if it's okay to you. And he said, that's fine, but I would like to have a shorter Ooh. and all over. Wow. I said to him, are you sure? And he said, yes. So then I went for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and then he said that he wants to feel the cold. And I said, then this is the way to feel the cold. Wants to feel. Well, he was so going to was Munich it. at the weekend, so he certainly did he feel, certainly the cold, did feel the didn't cold, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, interesting. Well, I thought it was good, good uh, barbering by Yousaf because you did it. You, you did it in increments, didn't you? You gave him the chance to say, "Oh no, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah. short enough." Because often people will come in, they want a haircut, and they have this idea of what they think it will look like, and then slowly, as it dawns on them, that they've maybe gone too far. But you, you gave him the option. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you go to. It's too late at that level. <laughs> well, that's very true because he's only here. You, you can't put it back, can you? No, not well, for it'll a while. Grow. It'll grow again. <laughs> yes, that, that's yeah, true. Yeah. He's um, the thing is, you know, he gets an interesting press, but actually, privately, I'd imagine he's very charming and, and a lot of fun. He is. He's a great man. He's a gentleman. He's quiet. Uh, it's a place for him to come and relax, to be honest. Mm. And uh, I can see that from him. So yeah, it's always a pleasure to have him around. Did, um, he's, he's, he looks like a man with good hair, really. The look he... I mean, it's, you know, he's, mm. he's proudly grey, isn't he? He's never messed with that. He's never no. dyed it. He's always kind Absolutely. of embraced the way it looks. But I, 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 that's why I was surprised, that because a man with... Often, it's if you haven't got great hair, you'll shave it all off, but he's got good hair, so I'm surprised he, he, he went for it. But I wonder if it's if it was... Uh, there, there was a reason for it. I wonder if it was, it was like... I don't know. It was like he's going to war. Uh, Saf, isn't he, at Tottenham <laughs> at the moment? So he wanted to he right. wanted to get a kind of dogs of war haircut. Well, that's the question you should ask him. So, <laughs> but all all he asked me to do, I done it for him. Yeah. 
obviously I say to him that will be short, and he 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 was sure that he won that. So. What could I say? No, of course. What about, no. what about a shave? Because it, Jose, often, if, and this sort of t- tells you something about his mood, sometimes he'll look really rough, you know, like won't shave at yeah, all yeah. for a match. Other times he look very smart. Yeah, does he come in for a shave now and again as well? Oh, yes. Uh, he came last August, actually. I'd done him a towel shave. Nice. And uh, nice. that wasn't his first time either. He had to shave a couple of times. And uh, but when he came in on the other day, actually, as soon as he walked in, he said that he wants something different, something different, and he wants an uh, easy one today. And I say, Mr. Mourinho, everything seems to be easy for me. Don't worry about it. And uh, that's how we went, actually. Wow. Perfect. You don't do the old flaming, do you, Saf, on the ears? Uh, no, he, he hasn't got that much hair. No. <laughs> that's, that's good to know. <laughs> No, no, no. If we don't set Jose's ears on fire, that would be a story, wouldn't it? That would be fantastic. I suppose in that part of the world, I'm not asking you to, to divulge who they are, of course, but I mean, you must get quite a few sort of famous faces coming in for a haircut, don't you, Chelsea? Yes, we do indeed, actually. I've, uh, I have um, Mr. Viali, Luca Viali. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a friend of himself as well. I've spoke to Mr. Mourinho about it as well. Mm. Tati comes in and the uh, former boxer Prince Nassim comes in. Yeah. Barry, Barry McWigan, mm. uh, Brompton. There's a bunch of them, to be honest. Bunch quite of a lot of the boxers. Yeah, that's good. Naz, um, now, imagine Naz is quite fussy about his hair. He's been in with us before, uh, Prince mm. Nazim, and he, he, it's all perfectly shaped. It all looks right. I imagine that's a, that's, a, that's a pressure cut for somebody, <laughs> Naz, I would think. In the same way well, that Luca Viali isn't, really. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you say that, but he takes care of his beard, though. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, Saf, good to talk to you. Yeah, Thank you very stuff. much. It was, a, it was a nice job. You've pleased the Spurs manager. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who's your football team, by the way? Are you a football fan? That's the funny thing about it. As I spoke to Mr. Mourinho about it, I'm not into football at all. Really? No, 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 no. I don't follow football at all, to be honest. So he could have sat there giving you all the secrets mm. of uh, the dress and you wouldn't have known who anybody was. It's, it's perfect for well, him, isn't it? I say to him that I'm very pleased and I'm very proud of his uh, behaviour and his self-confidence on the pitch. But yeah. other than that, I'm not into football that much. Okay. You know, well, so um, I managed to make him smile and laugh. Well, that's that good. Happy. Yeah. Thank you, Saf. Appreciate you yeah, joining well us. Done. Thanks very much. Thank you very mm. much. Thank you. Thank there we you. are. There's Saf, the man who looks I like Saf, because normally if you say, who are your famous things? Oh, no, no, I can't say. Well, I was, he, I, I, he just I, named them I all. I gave him the out. Marvellous. Carl yeah, you Franton. did. Yeah. It's a lot of boxers. I mean, you give a boxer a bad haircut. I mean, you know, they're, they're not violent people generally, <laughs> no. but uh, I wouldn't want to mess up Naz's it is, hair. It is interesting, though. You're talking, it's obviously a grooming place. And now I've got two grooming link stories for men. John Lewis. Oh, yeah. I was to sell makeup for men after a trial of male beauty products surpassed expectations. I can see you in a bit of eyeliner. Well, you know, I'm ahead of my time. I've always had the old foundation. Yeah, you carry. The, you, uh, and he carries like a powder pack in case he's asked to do TV. Well, you never know. Or photographs. <laughs> I don't want to be, Larry, I don't be Larry overly David. shiny. You know, the thing is, you're not a shiny man. You always say to me, I always carry this because I don't want to be shiny. Oh, no, I have. I can be quite shiny on I the never, forehead. Have you, have, look at the Bex producer. Is, Bex is, well, producer. Is he a shiny producer man? hasn't ever looked at me in about three he's years. He's not a shiny. Look at the... <laughs> Uh, Bex, though, she's Be- saying Becky no. says you're not a shiny man. Well, you don't need anyway, powder. Anyway, they're, they're going to stock bronzer, concealer, foundation, powder, and other products in the War Paint for Men brands. Quite a good title, yeah, actually. I want to see you. Wanna quite clever, I actually. Looking like that. the front man of the queue when then, you come in tomorrow. <laughs> another survey by Dulux. 
decorator centres. Oh, yeah. Two in five painters and decorators say their dream day involves a spa break and one in three wants a facial massage or manicure. So Why painters and decorators specifically? I don't know. The, the Sun manicure, newspaper, want to get the the sun newspaper came nails. up top in this survey as well, yeah. I should have. But they want to get they want to get the paint from out under their nails, don't they? That's what it is. You have oh, yeah. the old manicure. Don't oh, that's, that's a very good point. Yeah. Shards of gloss under there, aren't they? <laughs> it's a good it's very true. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, everything you need to know about uh, Jose's grooming. new Barnet. Yeah. And so it was done in increments, but Jose, breaking news, in case you missed it, we just had Jose's barber on. I'm sure it'll be all over the internet <laughs> later on. But it was done in increments. Are you sure? You want it this short? He said to him, Jose said, yeah, yeah. go for it. Yeah, go I want to yeah. fill the cold. Started with a number two and then... I think I, th- I think there is a bit of that dogs of war, that mentality of saying right. Yeah, I don't okay. know why though. I mean, second half, I think it's going pretty well. Second half so of the season, brilliant results in a week. I mean, and then yeah. he would have got his hair cut. I can't really. I'd have thought it would be the opposite. I thought, well, we've played, we've, you know, the luck. Don't touch the hair. Is well, exactly, because you've had so much luck in those two games. You'd have thought I wouldn't have touched <laughs> the hair on my head. It's true. He's bopped us. <laughs> I hope so. I don't like <laughs> Seth now. He's bopped us. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. What about well, who that? Knows? He's going to come back yeah. again. He's going to go on a run of not winning a game till his hair is the same length again. He would have been brilliant. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport. What else, Andy? What do you? What well, do you have? we haven't discussed the most one-sided match in cricket history. Oh yeah, I this sent is you a this shocker, shocker, isn't it? This was a, this was a school match in India in the Shandari Cup. Mm. Uh, the two schools involved, the Araya Gurukul against Casey Gandhi School. Yeah. And uh, Aria went in first. They made uh, 31. Bit of a 31 all out. 31 all out. Was this, uh, uh, was it? Patel a, took five for three. Was it a f- not a 50 over, was it? A, was it a, no, I think it was a normal game. You okay. know, it was a two innings game, just absolutely normal game of cricket. Okay. Shetty three for 14. So they bowled pretty well, but you think, well, it's obviously a bit of a tricky pitch. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. We can't really tell in a game what's happened until both sides have batted. Yeah. Anyway, Casey Gandhi score. They were 1,465 for Three declared. <laughs> uh, Danawada, he, he made a thousand and nine. Wow, that's an, off three hundred and twenty-seven balls. That's some scoring rate, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know who was bowling. Uh, and uh, Akash Singh was the near. He got one hundred and seventy-three. Poor old uh, Dubev for Aria. He, he took two for three hundred and fifty. He got flogged. He did. Yeah. Anyway, Jadav didn't do much. Surely, Jadav Ar- got one mm. for two hundred and eighty-one. <laughs> it wasn't great. So anyway, Aria followed uh, didn't follow on but it was their turn to bat again so he thought oh well obviously the pitch probably probably improved by now they've had to bat their first things they were out for 52 and so Casey Gandhi scored one, one by an innings and 1,382 runs wow that's so <clears> not even the ashes as bad as that so that's good, <laughs> but the coach would still say, "Well, look, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at the positives. There are yes. a lot. Of, we, we, you know, we bloodied some new boys there. Nothing, some young lads have learned a lesson it's today. Nothing to be gained by that, is there? I, mean, no. I used to play for a team at school where we'd r- routinely lose eleven, twelve, nil. Right, football. This <clears> is obviously. football. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was unpleasant. Yeah, you know, you sort of turned up with a bit of hope, but after about five minutes, you knew that it was, you know, no chance. Was it not character building? Sort of, I mean, you know, I suppose, uh, well, yeah. I don't know, warping, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, the, this is an interesting one. The Oscar dresses that uh, people wear. Oh, yeah, wore, yeah. Women wore, not people, could yeah. have been people. Yeah, could Who have been people. A story in the Bazaar in the Sun today. A-listers rock bare shoulders like MP. You think the off-the-shoulder look was the order of the day as Oscar A-listers wore frocks like MP Tracy Braben. You think... Mm. 
Yeah, but she was in the House of Commons. They were on the red carpet. That's what you're supposed to wear on the red carpet. I couldn't. Yeah. I don't think they were influenced by her. They suddenly thought, oh, well, that, that's, that's, that's a that's, good look. That's a good look. I saw that in the House of Commons last week. I'll go with that. Brilliant yes. takedown by Ali Ross today of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's programme on Netflix, her health I've, show. I've, I've not watched it. Have you watched no, it? No, I haven't watched it, but I think I might now that I've read Ali's piece. It's pretty good, actually. He didn't, he didn't much enjoy it, let's put it that way. Uh, Usain Bolt has brought out... Uh, he's actually being really criticised for this. He's brought an online gambling game uh, based on... It's called Usain Bolt, the slot game. Yeah. So I suppose people are not happy about it, but the, the Bishop of St Albans has said the, right. the runner's decision to put his name to the game was disappointing and worrying. So right. The Bishop of St Albans has weighed in. What well, about yes, that? Yes, he's yeah. got involved. Do you want a nice... Well, I think a nice story, really. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. I was watching the boxing uh, the other night uh, and the Kelbrook fight, and Dominic Ingall, of course, is in the corner for Kel. Mm. Um, Brendan's lad, oh, of yeah. course, the great, oh, the late, great I Brendan Ingall. Brendan when I met of, him, he was fantastic, man. Of course, yeah, he went up to his gym, didn't he? I did, in, yeah, uh, we filmed it. In it Sheffield, great. so many great players, so many great boxers came mm. through there. Johnny Nelson, of course, uh, Errol Graham, Naz, mm. uh, Kel himself, Junior Whitler, etc. And they cut uh, during the, the fight to uh, Brendan's uh, widow, Alma. And uh, they, were, they were making the point in commentary that she's still really active in the gym. She's it's, like still the driving force of, of the gym. The sort of gym brilliant. lives on. I thought it was a really lovely story. It's though. not just the champions they produce. This is what I saw for myself. It was it was just the thing that boxing and subsequently people have, have discovered down here that boxing's just great for kids. It's yeah. just fantastic. You for saw I mean you fitness saw, and energy. Yeah, you saw it was a real community it hub. Was, and the it way was. he was with the kids, you remember you it saying. It was great, yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant. So that was good. Mm. I'm trying to find this thing about uh, this is something I read on the on the weekend about uh <laughs> the, the IFAB have a Twitter feed. Hmm. and Oh, here it is. This was in the Sunday Mirror. This is a good bit, this. If you want to chuckle, it says, follow the unintentionally amusing Twitter feed of IFAB, the International Football Association Board, who decide and govern the rules of the game. They dished out practical advice for assistant refs or... Yes, assistant refs, or ARs, as they're called. Oh, yeah. When an offence occurs which requires a signal from the AR, they, the AR must raise the flag with the same hand that will also be used for the remainder of the signal. So, in other words, you can't wave the flag and then suddenly to put it in the other hand, start waving it. So you can't change hands with a flag. Why, why would you? Yeah. And... Um, that's good technique, though, as a, just a, a lino. What have you got a pain in your arm or something? Can't you just? You well, can't... yeah, I suppose if you, you know, if you're signalling, flagging for offside, yeah. suddenly you strain your shoulder. You can't. This keep... is a bit of a you are the lineman situation. Happen, is it? It's not going to happen. Um, uh, okay, you could have raised the flag with the same. Yeah, I've done that bit. Make eye contact with the referee. <laughs> it's quite a long way to make eye contact for yeah. him, isn't it? Give the flag a slight wave back and forth. Yeah, that's nice, yeah. That's great, isn't it? Cooey. <laughs> it's good, so I might check that out. Go and check out IFAB, Andy, see what you can do for us. Have you heard of mm. Pete Buttigieg? He's the uh, American Democratic possible candidate against Trump. That, that, absolutely spot on. I he didn't did put that very better, well. but that... much better in <laughs> Iowa uh, than mm. anybody thought. Mm. Um, he's, he's an interesting character with a, a, yeah, really a, a fascinating yeah, uh, past yeah. in the military, mm. etc. Uh, he also was at Oxford. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Hmm. He played football for Pembroke and uh, actually went to a couple of games. He was a forward, five foot ten, and used to play next to an absolute giant, a six foot five Dutchman. 
Really? Yeah, he played up front. So he was big That's man, good. little man. He was the Tony Cotty. So if he was yeah, in that environment... That would be great for that team in Pembroke if he gets elected president. Yeah. So it well, would be great for quite a lot of people. They said he wanted to get stuck in and always gave 100%. Well, he would do. Which is what you'd want in a president. Sort of lad, but yeah, I think it? people have been quite surprised <laughs> that, uh, that he did he did so well. So here's, yeah. here's one that you would have corrected and never published to the Daily Star. Yeah. Uh, this bloke, uh, Riggy, wrote in. He said, "The reason it's been called Steam, st- sorry, the reason it's been called Storm Kira is because it gets worse nightly. It's not; it's Kiara." Oh, okay, it yeah, being a pedant there. Well, it doesn't work at all, does no it? No one likes a pedant. And this one, how did, I love the this bloke, Sparky, wrote to the start, the way they think this works. Yeah, it wouldn't get any house room if it wasn't for you. You'd give them a, le- know, give them a level of celebrity <clears> they wouldn't get because via I'm a fascinated, star letter. I'm fascinated, actually, how they even get published. Hmm. Uh, so the very unfunny Michael McIntyre, I don't agree with that at all, is to get a bumper payday from the BBC. Yeah. No wonder they up the licence fee by £3. Government has to step in. What, and stop Michael McIntyre? <laughs> How do you think it works? Doesn't Surely really they've work got like other that. things on their mind. <laughs> I think they have. They can't put all their efforts into stopping McIntyre. Surely. Imagine that. All leave cancelled. The way they look at stuff, these people, is just incredible, Stop McIntyre. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. So good to discover. See, where else would you discover that Jose is not hairy enough in the ear department to need flaming? Only on this show. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't need flaming. He's not that hairy, as Saf told us. <laughs> for him. I would have loved to have seen that. Just slightly, if we see if he's got slightly crusty ears next time he's he's on sky but uh, anyway yes. there we are uh, we return tomorrow with uh, rugby's very own James Haskell and the comedian and I believe Arsenal fan he's an Arsenal fan isn't he Jacob Hawley makes a welcome return so until then thanks for listening you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on Talk Sport. planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 